and welcome to episode 12 of Learn American English from This Guy. Today, I want to talk a little bit about my New Year's Eve plans and how they didn't go exactly as I expected. I also want to briefly talk about the cold that I think I'm getting. And in English, at least in America, I don't know about other English-speaking countries, but when we say we have a cold, when we have a cold, not that we are cold, when we have a cold, it's a very, very minor illness, but annoying. It's when your nose gets stuffy, you know, filled with all kinds of stuff I don't want to talk about, and you sneeze and you cough, <clears throat> and you have to clear your throat a lot like I just did. Uh, that We call that a cold, and I'm sure all around the world you get them, and they're not fun, but, you know, you're not going to die. Uh, they're just annoying. They're just annoying. So I think I am coming down with a cold, so I do apologize for my voice, and it's just in time for me to go back to school tomorrow, so I will be sick uh, at work, which brings up the question, when you're on vacation, would you rather be sick at home, if you're staying at home for that vacation, or would you rather be sick at work? That is a good question. Um, I did have a good vacation, though, and it was free from illness, so that was good. My wife was sick, and I do blame her for giving me this cold. But as I said, my New Year's Eve plans didn't turn out exactly as I thought, and I will get into why they changed slightly right after this break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome back. So yesterday I made a podcast about what I thought I would be doing with my family to celebrate New Year's Eve. It wasn't a whole lot because it was cold out and I'm old and I just wanted to stay in and my wife wanted to stay in and I thought my kids would be staying in. But uh, in the afternoon, my son got invited to stay overnight with a friend and my son is 12, he actually goes to the middle school that I teach in. So, and my daughter does too. We all go to the same school, but I am not their teacher. Right now, I am teaching seventh grade. My son is in seventh grade, and my daughter is in eighth grade. Next year, she will move on to high school. But my son got invited for a sleepover, and... 
the person whose house he slept at is not my student. But there were two of my students who are friends with my son there. So it can be a little awkward, my son having the same friends that I teach. And especially if I have to get upset with uh, someone in the class. My son always hears about all the juicy gossip. So that was one change that happened. He was out of the house for the night. He's still not back. And my daughter, kind of last minute also, right at the last minute, we say that when things kind of happen unexpectedly at the last minute, at the last minute, she gets an invite from some friends to go to a movie and they go see the movie Cats. That's probably going to be released worldwide at some point, maybe. But um, it is here in the United States and it got really bad reviews. It's based on the musical, the Broadway musical Cats by Andrew Lloyd Webber. And um, I've actually seen the performance live when it was touring, not on Broadway, but once a show ends on Broadway in the United States, in New York City, sometimes if it's very popular, it will go on tour and come to kind of a city near you. Some of the bigger cities like Boston or Philadelphia or Houston or Seattle. They usually go to bigger cities. And I actually got to see the musical Cats a couple years ago, and I I loved it. Um, I've seen the movie that came out, I don't know, back in maybe the 1980s or early 1990s, based on the musical. Very much like a play production, the movie. But uh, if you haven't seen the new movie, any advertisements for it or the trailer for the movie that comes out before the actual movie, it's pretty frightening. They're human faces, but with cats' bodies. And I'll get into actual cats in just a minute because that's what I watched on Netflix. I'll get into that show in a minute. So my daughter goes with her friends to see that movie for the second time. And she actually doesn't mind it. But she's all into singing and dancing and theater. Not so much dancing, but singing and theater and acting. So she loved it, despite its many flaws with the computer-generated images, the CGI. Seems very frightening. So she was out of the house, and my son was out of the house, and uh, my wife and I decided to take down all the Christmas decorations because we didn't know when we would have another opportunity to do that. We're very busy throughout the week with our work and on the weekends with my children's activities mostly my son's hockey. So we decided to take down the Christmas decorations. So very exciting stuff for New Year's Eve, just at home, 
the two of us. And um, we did decide to follow through with what I talked about yesterday. And that is to start the documentary that is on Netflix right now called Don't F With Cats. And I'd heard some reviews about it. And I thought it might be okay to watch with the kids. But I'm glad we didn't. Because they do talk about some extremely gruesome stuff. I would recommend that documentary if you are interested in human behavior. Because it is about this guy who does create a video in which he murders two kittens in just a horrible fashion. Now, you do not see any of the violence, which is great. And I heard that beforehand. If you do decide to watch this on Netflix, at about the 10-minute mark, you're going to think, oh, no. Something really bad is going to happen. And yes, it will happen. But thankfully, the documentary does not show you what happens. But it's about three hours long. And I was captivated. Um, It follows. And I won't spoil. And that is something in English we say where you give away the ending or a major piece of the plot to a movie, you spoil it. I will not spoil. I promise. I will not spoil. But the documentary centers on two people mainly that are, they call themselves internet nerds. I think maybe some people call them internet warriors in the documentary. But they have quite a bit of time on their hands. They do work, but their hobby is to search things on the internet. And they come across this video where this person's face is vaguely seen, just kind of barely seen. And the two cats um, are murdered. And they create this Facebook group where it has like 10,000 members and they research like where this video took place. There's a vacuum in the video and they do internet searches and find out that it can only be, that was only sold in North America. So they realize that it's, he's either in Mexico, Canada, or the United States. And it's a fascinating documentary. It's a, it's a, I'm not going to spoil it, but, uh, excuse me. It's a, it's a tragic documentary really with a lot of turns and, um, it's just, it's fascinating and, um, it just makes you think, um, humans are capable of just horrendous acts and I will just leave it at that. But I would say that you shouldn't watch this with children because the even though there isn't any violence depicted on the screen um a lot of the topics are very 
hard to accept. And I think you kind of need to be an adult to process everything that is mentioned in the documentary. But it is riveting, and it's like one of those... Um, I know um, a lot of listeners are from Italy... <clears throat> excuse me. That cold is really messing with me. Are from Italy, and um, there's uh, Amanda Knox. Um, if you're not familiar with who she is, Netflix did a documentary on her where there was... She was accused of murdering her boyfriend in Italy, but she's an American, I believe, and the European press really picked up on it. It wasn't as big of a story here in the United States, but there is a, a Netflix documentary about her, and it's another one of those It's just morbid, and there are victims, and I feel horribly bad for you know, the people or the animals who died and sometimes we lose sight of that like there are victims so the documentary is very well done but it just makes you think about humans and how some of us are just awful awful people so I woke up at uh 7 30 this morning which scares me a little bit 7 30 a.m because tomorrow I have to wake up at 5 15 a.m you know, two hours earlier to get ready for school. So I hope that I didn't, I did actually see midnight last night. I did see 2020 come in. Uh, I oftentimes go to bed just because I don't really care to see the new year, but I was so riveted. I was so drawn to this documentary that my wife and I, we just, all right, let's watch the next one. It's in three parts. Each part is about an hour. So I hope that um, you have a great rest of the day. I hope that you have a great rest of 2020. I hope that all of your learning language goals come true and you reach them. And I've heard from lots of listeners on Hello Talk, and you guys have been all so great and so supportive. And uh, a few people have asked me, oh, keep making them. And uh, uh, thank you so much. Uh, Gianni, I'll give Gianni um, from Italy um, a shout out. He's given me a lot of words of encouragement. And we, we've been talking for quite a while. He remarks um, often on how bad my Italian pronunciation is. And he thankfully corrects me. But uh, he's given me a lot of nice words of encouragement for the podcast. And Italy has been very supportive, still almost... 50% of my listeners are from Italy, so thank you very much for that. And I will leave you today and hopefully be able to do a podcast in the very near future. So thank you so much for listening.